All right. Welcome back to another edition of Ravens Online on Gatekeeper. Shaman Hendo here. And once again, we have a special guest, but I don't know if you can call him a guest because he just seems to happen to always be around. My but main you can man, definitely call me, you can definitely call me special. Facts. My main man, <laughs> Sugarton. How you doing today, Suge? How you doing today? Uh, doing actually really good today. Uh, Steelers won, so I'm in a good mood. You know, I'm not in a bad mood, not all irritated or nothing. So yeah, no, it's a great, it's a great day. Thanks. You know? were, you, were you expecting something any different? I mean, it is Andy Dalton, Dennis Allen. Still. I mean, they still have Alvin Kumar. They still had. Um, they had that good, uh, the good couple good wide receivers still, even though they were missing some. Both of them, um, three, two of the three are hurt. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, um, no, I don't want to say it's not, that's not his name. I, Chris I, Olave. Chris Olave is who I was thinking of. Uh, he was actually really good. He's, he's really good. Um, yes, sir. I'm pretty sure the Ravens wish they had someone like that, you know, but we won't talk about those kind of things here. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. <laughs> Maybe we will. But this is going to be our. Uh, bye week midseason NFL Ravens awards preview predictions, whatever you want to call it. Um, let's see who's in here already. It's a couple people in here. I see my man Davon, as always. What's going on, bro? He says, My favorite Ravens fan in the building, and he's not talking about me. Hendo, he's talking about Hendo, he's definitely not talking about me. He's not uh, talking about me. He is Chin Wu, aka Mr. Positivity. Mr. Bright Outlook on the team. What's going on? Thank you for stopping by. Also, yeah, he has so much positivity, but his uh, his, uh, his uh, avatar is uh, Maj uh, Majin Vegeta. And that's the most like negative guy in the Dragon Ball Z universe. I don't know. Did you watch Dragon Ball Z? Do you know no, anything about I, do, I, I don't know anything. So about. I just said something. I just talked in a different language to you right now. Okay. But I, I understand the concept of what you're speaking. It's okay. I'm okay. not stupid. And we got Yolanda yeah, yeah, yeah. in the house. <laughs> We got Yolanda in the house. What's going on, Yolanda? Thank you for stopping by. The best right. Ravens fan there is out there, right there, Yolanda B. One of the best, yes. Yes, indeed. Take nothing from her. Um, so, you want to jump into this, Suge? You want to get into this? But before we do, listen, I don't know what you were doing. I know you said you had to run out uh, real quick, but um, did you happen to see the Vikings versus the Bills? I did get to see the ending. Um, I saw the man. Yeah, shout out to, you know, the Vikings. I mean, they pulled off a big upset. Um, uh, Josh Allen did get hurt, right? He hurt his knee or something? Josh Allen hurt his hand. His, hand or knee? His knee. He hurt his knee last week or something. No, he hurt okay. his, uh, his throwing arm. He hurt his, throwing, he hurt his elbow last okay. week. Last week, but, but at the end of the game or in the game. We're not going to do that. Come on, Shug. Exactly. Come on, on Shug. NDT Sports and House, what's going on? My guy, thank you for joining us. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a great, great victory for the uh, for the Vikings. You know, mm -hmm. to beat beat the Bills. Um, and Bills, you know, it's a tough. That's a tough loss. Um, and you know, a lot of people, I think, were saying that the Bills were just going to be this unstoppable team, and they've really been playing kind of subpar the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, I don't think the the Vikings are eighty one, but. You know, go go talk to Mr. Uh, Jose from uh, Lunch Break Hot Take, and he'll he'll give you all the love about Kirk's cousins. He'll tell you Kirk Cousins <laughs> is one of the best. Um, you know, but hey, this is the NFL. You know, it's a little bit more optimistic for your guys for your Ravens team because I said I don't know if I could see the Ravens walking into Buffalo and beating them, mm -hmm. but I don't know if I see Buffalo walking into Baltimore and beating them. You know, True. Right now, right now you have the, I think all you guys, uh, the top teams, with uh, I believe Casey is six and three. You guys are six and three, and um, uh, the Bills are six and three. So I mean, or no, sorry, Casey's seven and two. Um, so I'm I'm assuming Casey's number one right now. Uh, you're number two. Uh, Baltimore, nope. Baltimore's number four. Miami, Miami, Tennessee. Miami. Yes. Tennessee. Woo. Okay, so you got Miami and Tennessee ahead of you. Uh, I don't consider Tennessee a real threat, uh, so I think they're 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 just they're just there. They're paperweight. They placeholders. Um, yeah, Miami. I definitely could see um, being a top team, but I would give the slight edge to you guys simply because um, 
because you know you have and I hate to say this, I know you're going to clown me for this. You have a uh, Super Bowl uh, caliber coach, <laughs> um, and you and the, and the organization organization has been there. You know, Miami really hasn't. Miami's had you know already still going through the issues with Brian Flores. You know, Tua uh, still has a concussion over his head, even though he's looked good. All right. Um, so there's a lot of a lot of factors. So I I would I, I understand the records. I understand everything like that. But I, if it was me, I put Casey one, you guys two, Miami three, uh, Titans Titans uh, would put five, um, and I'd probably put the Bills four. Okay. Where my top five in the AFC would be. What's going on to my sister cousin? Hey Nikki, thank you for stopping by. Now you would put them there. Now for me personally, it started off with yes, we all thought that the Bills were this indestructible anomaly of a team that was going to run through the AFC straight to the Super Bowl. Now, the only reason that I really wanted to highlight this game, well, part of it was this is probably going to be the game of the year. Like, the last two, three minutes of the game, clearly exciting. Um, but I wanted to highlight the differences between Josh Allen and Lamar Jackson. So, anytime Lamar makes a mistake, it's highlighted. It's on the news networks 24 hours a day, every day. Um but with Josh Allen in the last two weeks, he's had four red zone turnovers. I'm sorry, four red zone interceptions. Ooh. Not just not just regular interceptions in the red zone. He's turned the ball over four times in the last two weeks. Now, my thing is, how much are they going to talk about this? When I turn on the shows tomorrow morning, how much are they going to fault Josh Allen for these losses? And not only did he have those interceptions, he fumbled the game away. Because after they stopped Minnesota on fourth down, at the one at the half yard line, he fumbled the snap, which gave Minnesota the go ahead touchdown. So I just want to make sure that Josh Allen gets his flowers for his mess ups, just like Lamar yeah. would. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, I still think that they're going to be a dangerous team. I know that they're going to say, "Oh, well, you know, Josh Allen's elbows hurt. He's got this ailment, and he needs help, and all this." You know the bull, the bull stuff that they uh, spew out to certain other. QBs, but it's okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and I think you're you're absolutely right. Um, well, we're going to talk about some. We're going to talk about some awards. Hey, where I think where I think Lamar Jackson is absolutely getting no respect in the award in the awards. Jose, um, you know what's up, Mister Jose? Hope you're having a great well, night. You know, last night I was I was pissed. Uh, <laughs> I couldn't even get on the stream last uh, to, uh, to hang out with them. Or, or to enter the stream in the chat with uh, Jose and Rodney last night and Mike because I was so pissed about yesterday. If you know, don't know what I'm talking about, the UFC fight last night, I was very angry. Uh, we'll talk about it later. But uh, my bad, Heather. Didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, you good. I was just, you know, getting it off my chest that um, these uh, other quarterbacks that are of a different ilk need to get that same kind of vitriol, that same kind of uh, – you know, I won't say negativity, but just get that negative connotation added to their names yeah. when they yeah, mess up. Yeah, you mean you? they deserve the same kind of talk that Lamar gets. And that was actually, thank you for bringing it back to the point. Um, Lamar is not even getting credit for what he's done for the Ravens. Like, he's not even in the MVP talks when you Thanks. see people talk about MVP. And, yes, is he putting out these spectacular numbers? No. But if we can all say right here, that if Lamar wasn't on the team, the Ravens would not be where they're at today. And yet he gets the most criticism when he makes a mistake. Whereas Josh Allen, like you said, isn't going to get that criticism. Probably nobody's going to bring it up. They're going to say, oh, well, like you said, he's, he's hurt something, come up with the excuse, this, this, and that. And to be honest, I mean, that's not even – that's just, you know, disrespectful to Lamar. That's disrespectful to a lot of other players because if you're going to if you're gonna trash one player – for not coming through in the clutch or not doing what they need to do to win games, then it needs to be across the board that everybody gets that same treatment. And like you said, Lamar seems to get it more than these other quarterbacks, you know, so we will see, um, we'll see what happened with, uh, you know, what, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens tomorrow. But I think I, I agree with you. I don't think they're going to say anything about uh, Josh Allen's mistakes. What's going on, Courtney? Thank you for joining the stream. Says, uh, Blue was playing bad before the elbow injury. He was. But, you know, they're going to just use that as an excuse, as they do with these other quarterbacks. It is what it is. Um, I'm going to address something real quick. Just 
This is just me personally. Uh, you know, I'm all about respect. You know what I'm saying? In here, in the comments, everywhere. I don't want to have to block anybody. I don't want to have to put anybody in timeout. But just let it be known, we do have females that are fans of football as well. And what we're not going to do is we're not going to call them pet names. We're not going to call them out of their names. I'm just saying that if it, if, it, if it applies to you, hear it out, keep it moving. If it doesn't, let it roll off your back like water on a duck's back. But we will respect people in here. We will not call people out of their names. And that's all I got to say about that. I'm sorry, sure. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. Absolutely. 100% agree with you. Just be respectful. Okay. Even though you call me Sugarton. Is that your name? It's not my name. Huh. <laughs> is that my is that is that a pet name for me now? I'm just saying. I'm, I'm not <laughs> pet name. I don't own pets, man. There's no own pets. It's I'm not. You, I'm giving it's you. Not, it's, not, it's not. It's not. what we we gonna do up in here, homie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's talk about mid season awards. Um, All right. So we're gonna. I'm gonna put them up there. We're gonna uh, run down the list. Yes, Danity. Respect the ladies. Um, we're gonna go through. The NFL midseason awards. We're gonna, I'm sorry if it seems like we're rushing a little bit, but Suge has something very, very important to do. So we're trying to get him out of here as quick as possible. Or am I just trying to get off here as quick as possible to watch football? It's, it's either way. Work. Either way. Either way is fine. All right. So first of all, most we're going to delve into the NFL Coach of the Year. In your opinion, Suge, at this point of the season, who do you think should be the NFL Coach of the Year? Um, I don't know his name. But I will. Who is he the coach for? The Philadelphia Eagles. Nick Sirianni? Yes. I think he absolutely should be coach of the year right now. He's taking a team that nobody thought was going to be. And this draws comparison to when the Steelers were 11 and 0, 12 and 0 before they went on that horrible run. Um, there is a, uh, they do have a soft schedule, but you can only play who's in front of you. And Thanks. the fact that, the fact that they have taken, um, uh, Jalen Hurst, he's he's looked really good. Um, that team they built around that they built that team around him, and they've continued to add players to to make that team better. Uh, and the coach has just gotten the most out of he's gotten out of that team. I think right there you would have to put him uh, the number one as coach of the year for me. Thank you for everybody that was helping me. Uh, and yeah, and and the New York Giants coach too. I I would I would put him one and two because of two. Okay. All right. So for me, I mean, I would, I, I could see why you pick Nick Sirianni. He's undefeated. You play who you play. And that's been an argument on certain uh, shows going forward. But for me personally, I'm going to have to go Brian Dayball. Like for me, he's going to be the coach of the year because listen, this man took Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones, and made this team seven and two. They're right behind the Eagles in the NFC East. I mean, listen, he literally has Saquon Barkley and nothing else. And this man is seven and two. And he and beat he's, the Ravens. And he's looked good. And he's looked good. And they've looked good. And they beat the Ravens. So unlike the, unlike the Eagles, you can't sit there and say he hasn't beaten anyone because he actually beat some people. He beat us. And you, we're supposed you guys to are playing the, You guys should be playing the Eagles this year, right? Or no? Mm-hmm. Or you're not playing the NFC East? Nope. We're playing the NFC South. We play we play the AFC East. We've already done it. We did it the first four weeks of the season. Okay. But uh, we're so okay. 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 <laughs> I, was, I was just confusing. No, I was confusing myself because you the NFC side uh, the North is playing the the South, right? We're playing the NFC South. We are playing the AFC East and we've played them already. You played you're playing the NFC East, okay. No, they, we both we are in the same division. Should we played the no, no, AFC no. East, Buffalo, Miami? No, no, no. Jets, but on the, the N- on the N- and on the NFC side. Oh, well, we played the NFC South. That's what I was saying. Why are you confusing me, man? So I was. So you. Okay, never mind. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> got, me, got me over here tripping right now. I'm like right. confusing myself. I know you are. All right, who do you have uh, for your offensive rookie of the year for the NFL? Um, do I be a homer here or? Mm. Mm-hmm. Who do you have? I want to hear what you who you have first. 
for offensive rookie of the year. I mean, listen, you've already mentioned his name. I don't know why you didn't put him up there. But for me personally, it's going to be Nicolave of the New Orleans Saints. Listen, this man leads his team in catches, yards, and touchdowns. He has 44 catches. Um, I believe he has 628 yards and two touchdowns receiving with Andy Dalton as his quarterback. 658 yards receiving with Andy Dalton as his quarterback. For me, that is an amazing feat because Andy Dalton is hot garbage. There's a reason we should be happy and the Steelers should be happy that they they did not put James Winston in the game these last several weeks. So for uh, me, that's... All right, so I'm just going to be, be a little different from you. Uh, I, I think you are correct. Uh, Chris Olave is a, a great, a good receiver right now, and I think he's going to be he's, great. He's, he thinks Kenneth Walker. Um, I was going to say, I'm going to say Damian, uh, Damian Pierce. Houston, running back from Houston. Yeah, that's not a bad choice. Yeah, I think I think he's you know, and I and I I think I kind of would take Andy Dalton over and and the Saints team over Houston. So that's why I think maybe Pierce is working with a little bit less and doing more. Um, At least Andy Dalton can throw the ball. You know, (laughs) today he didn't look like it. You know, which is was uh, it's really crazy to think that one person can change the whole damn team because that Steeler team looked. Nothing like the Steeler team we've watched for the last four weeks. Um, and TJ came back today and all of a sudden they looked pretty good. Uh, but yeah, I would go with Pierce. I mean, Davis Mills can throw the ball sometimes, but they did sit down um, Brandon Cooks. So, you know, that kind of takes away a little bit of their firepower. So I could, I could actually see uh, Pierce being offensive rookie again. He just may be at the end of the year. Now, yeah. Sugarton, who might you have for the NFL defensive rookie of the year? I mean, you, you gotta, you know, what do, what do we all like on our on our steaks, our our burgers? You know, we like we like a little sauce, yeah, sauce Gardner, baby, <laughs> sauce Gardner. I mean, come on, the guy has his, you know, he's, you know, he came in with some hype and he's living to the hype. I like him, I like him, you know. So yeah, give give me that sauce. You that sauce, easy give sauce. Me that sauce. Well, as you can tell by the picture, that is my NFL. Defensive Rookie Player of the Year. Um, he has 44 tackles, two interceptions. He shut down some of the elite talent in the NFL. I mean, he shut down uh, Mark Andrews, one-on-one as a rookie. Now, yes, Danny, that man is as advertised. And I'm saying I, I will be the one to admit I was wrong. I figured that this kid coming out of Cincinnati, Cincinnati, University of Cincinnati, I figured he's going to get to the NFL and they're going to roast him. I wanted someone to hang on him that first touchdown because you know they didn't score a touchdown on him in college, right? Yeah, no, nobody scored a touchdown on him. So that's that's that you know that coming into the NFL, you know wide receivers know that you know they pay right. attention to that. So they're like they're like no 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 we're going to come and score all over you, and he's done an excellent job. I mean. You know, shout out to Sauce, man. That's, you know, some sauce is always good. Yes, it is. And he says, uh, now watch his game tape, not his highlights. Yes, watch his tape. The kid can play. So, like I said, when I'm wrong, I'll admit I'm wrong. I thought he was a flash in the pan, didn't play anybody except for that one Alabama game. But the kid got skills. Like, he has talent. And he takes coaching very well. So, you know, hats off to him. Absolutely. All right. So, next we're going to move up to our – NFL Defensive Player of the Year. And this is going to be interesting for me to see who you choose. I mean, it, it's t- clearly T.J. Watt because he changes the whole defense. But no. Um, <laughs> God. Who? I think. Did you say, did you say T.J. Watt? Or did you say D.J. Watt? T.J. Oh. T.J. Is he still there? Um, like he came back today. No, oh, you have a sack. Win. You get a sack. Uh, no, he didn't. Unfortunately, but he did. He did make some plays though. Um, who who do you have? I want to hear you. Who you have. <laughs> For me personally, I pick Matt Judon. Okay. Matt Judon is leading the league in sacks with eleven and a half sacks. You know, a problem that the Ravens prior to this year, suffered from, especially after letting him go. Um, 
Like he's he's showing some things. I know a lot of people are gonna be pretty high on Micah Parsons, but for me, Matt Judon is it right now. You still thinking? Yeah. That's right, Danity. Body by Taco Bell. Taco Bell's good. Nah. What's going um, on, Mr. J? Yes, sir. Mr. Red Sleeve. You know what? I'm going to have to agree with you. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with you. I think Judon, you know, has, has been doing good for the Patriots. We just don't hear about it a lot because the Patriots are not in that top echelon of teams. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, he's showing up, showing up and showing out. So, yeah, you, I think he's right now midseason. Absolutely. All right. Like I said, some people think it's him or it's Parsons, but you know, you, you look, you can't go wrong with either one. Micah Parsons, since he's coming to the league, he has wreck shop. He is actually and truly a generational talent, a guy that you can't miss on. That's that's, that's the linebacker from uh, the Cowboys, correct? Yes. Okay. Yes, that is the Cowboys linebacker. So now, I, now, uh, Justin saying Raekwon Smith. If Raekwon Smith, Raekwon, this ain't the purple tapes, bro. No, but if he the same this ain't Wu Tang. No, no, Roquan, not Raekwon. Roquan. This ain't Wu Tang. Did I say it wrong, Roquan? Or you said Raekwon. It's Roquan. I thought I said Roquan. You said Raekwon. You want to talk about the you want to talk about the Wu Tang? Because that was an excellent, excellent. That was an excellent series. Did you see it on Hulu? I did not watch it. Ah, you sucker MC. I'll watch it. Did you call me a sucker MC? No, I'm sorry. You're so rude. I'm sorry. Think about if Smith, if Smith, if Smith continues to play like he did. The rest of the season, uh, okay. I just say Raycon, my bad. Roquan, uh, <laughs> if he if he continues to play the rest uh, the rest of the season like he has, um, I think he'll get he'll get some he'll get some votes for defense. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think I don't think he'll I don't think that he will actually get anywhere close. Yeah. I don't think he'll actually get anywhere close to uh, uh, player of the year. I just think that because his thing is tackles. His thing is coverage tackles. Those aren't really stats that are in defensive MVP worthy. Now, if he were to get more sacks and interceptions, then he would be in a conversation. But nah. you're right, Jose. You're right, Jose. Sorry. He got that. He got the purple tapes on his mind. <laughs> I do. <laughs> uh, all right. So now we're going to move on to our offensive player of the year for the NFL. Who do you see there, sir? And this one should be easy. I yeah. have, I have a tie. Okay, who's your tie? Well, actually, this I think this person's going to get uh, comeback player of the year. So I actually go with uh, obviously it's a quarterback. I think it's Patrick Mahomes. Okay, okay. That's your offense. I thought you said it was a tie. I do. I have I have a running back also. Oh, um, you going? Right. You're not going to just say both up? No, no, just say one. <laughs> Okay, so for, for my NFL Offensive Player of the Year, um, I have Tyreek Hill. Okay. Listen, Tyreek Hill already has 1,148 yards receiving. Even, even with Jalen Waddle being number two in the NFL with over 800 yards, I just think that, you know, no matter what he does, even if he cracks the 2,000-yard mark, I don't think that he's going to get MVP because MVP is always going to be slated for a quarterback. You have to do something – extraordinary super extraordinary to overtake a quarterback in the nfl mvp race so now are you going to tell us who your second pick is or do we have to guess i mean you can guess all you want i'm still not going to tell you but i will say um mtd sports said lamar jackson and i said earlier i think lamar's not getting the love that he's getting because his numbers aren't flashy um but it's clear that if you took him off of the Ravens, the Ravens are below 500 team. And I think that um, that should account for something, but it won't. They, will, they won't account that for anything. They'll just, you know, all these numbers are not good. And, you know, like I, I guarantee you, you know, when people, when you bring up his touchdowns and things like that, people mm-hmm. are all, well, you know, and it's like, well, who's he throwing to? Name right. me, me the top five receiver he's throwing to on his team. Matter of fact, are any of those receivers a top ten? Who our receivers? Yeah, they're not top five on any team in the NFL. What are you talking about? You know that's what I'm saying. So he's doing that with that kind of talent. 
you know what why would you you know it's always the same argument like it's always an argument with people when it's like is it about the numbers or is it actually about this is the most valuable player on on this team uh so Okay, I mean, I'm just we're all just waiting for your second pick for offensive MVP. It's a secret, yeah, it's a secret. All right, well, let's move on. Then. We're gonna move on to NFL MVP and let's have it, Shug. Who is your NFL MVP at the midway point of the 2022 season? Like I just said, the actual who is the actual MVP if this person was no longer on the team. You know, would that team still be good? And it's Lamar Jackson. I absolutely believe that. I know he won't get those votes, but if you again, you take Lamar off of the off of the um, Ravens, Ravens, your Ravens. That that team is under a five hundred team. And if if your defense just held up, your the Ravens are probably eight and one right now. Might even be undefeated uh, if their if the defense just held up. Um, in a couple of games. So I, I think Lamar Jackson should be the NFL MVP. It'll be maybe Patrick Mahomes or it'll be uh, maybe, um, uh, you know, if Tom Brady goes on a run, mm-hmm. I'm hoping Lamar kind of starts picking it up your offense and he starts being able to do, you know, above 250 throwing yards, maybe 60 and running and he'll get more, he'll get more um, votes, but All we'll right. see what happens. All right. So I'm going to say, as a connoisseur of any and all things Ravens related, you are a hundred percent correct, sir. Like you're factually correct in that assessment. Uh, Lamar, there is no one more valuable to their team than Lamar Jackson, because without Lamar Jackson, we are probably over for with the roster that we have. People can say the defense does this and does that. But as if you cannot score points, as we saw today in the Minnesota Vikings game, and that's why I wanted to talk about that. You see that Buffalo went down the field in 37 seconds to tie the game up. 37 seconds. If you don't have the offensive firepower or the quarterback to do that, you're dead in the water. So you are right about that. But being the NFL as we know it and how it's going to go, the NFL MVP, of course, is going to be Patty Mahomes. He leads the league in yards with 2,900 yards. He also leads the league with 21 touchdown passes. So, of course, in their eyes, they're going to have him. (laughs) They're going to have him be the NFL MVP. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So let's see. Give LJ Diggs or Justin Jefferson. Mm. I mean, if the, if the Eagles remain undefeated, that Jalen Hurts might have a chance. I just don't think statistically he has enough passing. Now, not to say he can't pass and his stats aren't good, but by the end of the season, no matter what their win total is, I don't think that his stats are going to be up there. And once again, what somebody said, recency bias with Pat Mahomes throwing four touchdowns and doing all these other things, you know what I'm saying? They're going to give it to him, as they always do. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think it's going to be hard for Jalen Hurts when he when you're behind in passing yards to uh, Trevor Lawrence, golf, Kirk Cousins, Geno Smith, uh. um, Kyler Murray, uh. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, uh, even Dr- Dr- uh, Brissett is ahead of him. So I think – it's going to be hard for Hurts unless he goes on a run and these guys start to regress. Um, it's going to be a little hard for, for him to get up there and, and with, those, with those stats because that's what they look for is obviously the touchdowns, the passing yeah. yards. I mean, I think it's going to be hard, especially when it gets colder because when it gets colder, everybody starts to run the ball. And for one, Philly has a complete team all the way around, passing, running, defense, offensive line, defensive line. They have a complete team. So I just think once it gets colder, they're going to run the ball, and that's going to hurt his stats a little bit. Especially with the teams that they play in the NFC least, I mean East, <laughs> they're going to be ahead. So it's not going to be a lot of throwing going on. <laughs> All right, sh- least. All right, Sugarton. All right, Sugarton. Let's get your yes, Super Bowl predictions. <sighs> What's going on, Big Rich? Thank you for stopping by. I it's gonna be. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get the shit for this, and I, I don't want to do it. Go ahead, put it. Listen, this is your time to speak. You as a Ravens fan, let them know it's on your mind. You go to hell. You go straight to hell. Um, ow. 
I think mm. I, I think it's gonna be Ravens Philadelphia. Okay, okay. Mr. J said it's gonna be Eagles Chiefs. I can see that. I think I think uh I hate to say this. Oh, Thank God, you, Brian. I hate, <laughs> yeah. I hate to say I hate to say this, but I think uh in the playoffs Lamar's gonna get uh he's gonna get, get them to the AFC championship game and just have a just go off uh with, with the team. So I have I have Ravens Eagles. Ravens Eagles? Yeah, okay. I think he's gonna have I think it's I think he's gonna have one of those playoffs runs where he just goes off like they, six or seven touchdowns, you know, mm-hmm. probably, you know, probably like 1500 yards in the playoffs, something like that. Okay. Well, up until today for me, I thought that Buffalo might be the team to make the Super Bowl because once again, offensively, they're good. Defensively, they're good. They've had a lot of injuries that kind of set them back, but now that they're ha- they're having issues with their quarterback play, and that's going to be most important coming up in the postseason. So I had to redirect my AFC side. Now, the NFC side, I stayed with the Philadelphia Eagles. They're undefeated for me, but more importantly, there's not much competition in the NFC. The Rams are horrible. Green Bay's horrible. Tampa Bay's horrible. Uh, the Cowboys are the Cowboys. The Cowboys are the Cowboys, and they're going to falter in the playoffs. So, on you the, really trust Kirk Cousins? I know he did what he did today. As long as they don't Kirk play. Cousins. Listen, Kirk yeah. Cousins is going to go on a run in the playoffs, and then they're going to play a night game, and he's going to lose it, and it's going to be all over. So Philadelphia has no opposition. So with Buffalo being taken out of the equation on the AFC side, I said, mm, can the Ravens do it? The Ravens, in my opinion, can make the Super Bowl. But I think the coaching staff, as always in the playoffs, until you show me different, because from 2018 up till now, you've shown me the same thing year after year. So my prediction for the Super Bowl, bam. Wow. Bam. Dolphins. Okay. Listen, the addition of Bradley Chubb helps solidify that defense. Once uh, Byron Jones comes back, that's going to help with the cornerback situation. And they're offensively, listen, if they really feel like it, they can't be stopped. I thought Buffalo was a team that couldn't be stopped. But it's going to be Miami. They're going to be ones that can't be stopped. I think I think what you want to hope for in the playoffs is you want to hope Miami go has to, or KC has to go to Miami or Miami has to go to KC and they beat up on each other. I think with, as a Ravens team that's what you want. And 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 play whoever in the AFC Championship game. I mean I'm, I'm, I'm you guys are uh Ravens are probably going to get a first round by, uh the wild card by and then um no play. it's only one it's only one by now the top only, oh, it's the only top, one by they got only of, only the, yes right. only the top seed gets the buy okay well then ravens are gonna get the top seed then the KC KC is gonna lose to the Raiders to give you guys the top seed. What's up AJ? He said yeah the Ravens versus the 49ers. So what you're telling me is you got you have Kansas City, Miami, Buffalo. We're gonna have to see one of them at some time. There's gonna be I a point. You, I think I think you guys want to see Buffalo. It doesn't matter. We have to see one at least one of these teams. Yeah, possibly Wait, both. I'm, what I'm saying, possibly what two I'm saying out of the three. Hope, I'm saying what I, what you want to hope for is Miami and KC play each other because that's two powerhouse teams. And then I think you can handle Buffalo, and then have if, if you have home field advantage, home field advantage. Um, Hopefully, it'd be Miami coming to, to Baltimore. I don't think Miami could win in Baltimore. I mean, do y'all think we can handle Buffalo? Because I'm not. I think so. I honestly, with the with the way your defense is playing now, your defense has been playing a lot better, and it's gonna. And right now, what's great is you don't have any tough a tough schedule. Okay, maybe with, the Steelers. And maybe with, the Steelers are gonna give you a problem. And but with, that, with, with you, I'm sorry. With you saying that, Shug, who have we played? You said our defense is playing better. We've entered the soft part of our schedule. We're not playing anybody. We play Andy Dalton. No, but that, I, I, that's understandable. But that that does help your defense start to round into form. Meaning, they've looked they've looked uh, a lot better than what they were looking for. Now, granted, because like it's a level of competition, playing, the level of competition. But now you let you get you let Smith get acclimated. You get some some hurt guys back. Mm-hmm. I think you'll be. I think you'll you'll be okay, and they'll have confidence because they played lesser teams. That 
you know, the confidence is there to walk into and, and maybe be able to stop one of these good teams. And uh, Justin, uh, be quiet. We don't, we don't do Steelers stand <laughs> around here, okay? Uh, yeah, we do. Yeah, Steelers no, trash. Steelers no, are three no, and six. No, they want to enable the trash. Yeah, we're three and six, and we're going to finish nine and eight, and it's okay. Probably, so I don't take that. But it says, Danny says, how far do you think we're going to playoffs? Now, to Suge's point, yes, we hit the cupcake part of our schedule. I think that is going to be a detriment to us because we, unfortunately, tend to play down the competition, and we're going to get used to this because for the next it's not eight-odd weeks, eight-nine-odd weeks, we're going to sit back, play these easy teams, and then get to the playoffs and and kind of roll a dud, in my opinion. I don't think so. I, don't I, know, so. You, I know you have utmost, think, the utmost confidence in your team. I, I think – God damn you. I think, I think this, this soft schedule is going to help you guys out. It's going to get you guys the, either the buy or home field advantage. Okay. And I think this – I think with that – the 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 uh the people you've added and being able to get healthy because you're not playing these powerhouse teams, I think I think it's going to help you out a lot. I think this is going to help the defense a lot, and you just need to get that offensive going, you know. But can we get the offense going? I think my little uh, brother. I think my little brother's playing wide receiver. Justin, so. you haven't you haven't swept the Steelers in two years, so I don't know why you're talking. Why are you getting aggressive with my people, B? Because, because no, 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 no. You don't have to get aggressive though. In. He coming in here talking about the Steelers. Oh, we're gonna sweep the ste- the squealers. Well, you haven't beaten us in two years. Sure. You just sat there and said yourself that we were gonna run the table going forward. How are you? But, but, but you, you just... gotta, I don't care. You don't gotta. So you so you can say talking. it. I can so say you... it. Yeah, I can. Listen, Mister J, Mister J, Mister J, my man, my mellow. Get on the mic because you know you eat jello. Listen, if the Baltimore Ravens lose to the Carolina Panthers. Nobody better not come to the stream. Nobody. Because I'm not going and to when, hold and back. When, and when the Steelers beat the Ravens. I'm not going to hold back. I'm not. If they lose to the Panthers <laughs> and P.J. Walker walks all over you. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, I, hope it, I hope it doesn't happen. All right. So now we're going to switch from the NFL midseason predictions to the Baltimore Ravens midseason award and predictions, your favorite part of the show, Sugarton, where we get a chance to talk about your beloved Ravens. No, Just, I, I hate you. Yes. Hate you All right, let's go. What, yes. No. What, what's, yes. Let's uh, Discord to be on fire. Yes, it will. Yes, I know you'll be here, Brodney, because we will we'll be lighting it up together. Because I know you'll be heated that the Panthers won. So, <laughs> Sugarton. For you, who do you think right now is the Baltimore Defensive Player of the Year? This one should be a slam dunk and really, really obvious. Okay, I didn't think it was that obvious, but I'm going to say Justin Houston. Okay. Duh. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wait, you confused me. I was like, wait, who? Yeah, Justin Justin Houston. Justin Houston, He found found the fountain of youth, and he has been tearing it up. Um, So, yeah, you definitely have to – Give it to him right now. Indeed. Listen, he is second and he's tied for second in the NFL in sacks with eight and a half. He has found the fountain of youth. He is pretty much the only defensive pressure that we have. Now we have other guys contributing, but nobody is getting to the quarterback like this man. I don't know if when he got hurt, if he went up to Owens Mills or something and hooked up with Ray Lewis and got some deer antler spray, hit him off with with that secret sauce but he's been a whole different animal ever since he's come back. And I'm here for it all. Danny says, Justin Houston. Justin says, Justin Houston. With the honorable mention of Marlon Humphrey. Eh, he's been all right. Eh. <laughs> I can take nothing from him. Like I, I can't take anything from him. That's, you know, he's been, he's actually been doing his thing. I can't take anything away from Marlon Humphrey. All right, jumping right into the next one. Offensive, I mean. Baltimore's Offensive Player of the Year. I mean. I don't know who that could be. James Prochet. Facts. <laughs> he led the team. In, <laughs> listen, he led the team in receiving last game. All day, every day. It's, it's a P-on-P world. We're just living in it. It's Lamar Jackson. Uh, I said he's an he's a MVP of the team, and without him, the Ravens would not be where they're at. So, yeah, definitely Lamar Jackson. Yes, yeah, so I guess we can just brush by this one. Yeah, same. 
Yeah, Lamar Jackson. Yeah, he's he's every he's everything. Listen, listen. If he had some wide receivers, he probably would be my defensive player of the year because the defense <laughs> wouldn't have to do anything. He'd be doing so much stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he wins all the awards. All the stop. What am I lying about, Brodney? What am I fabricating now? Yes, Jesse. He's, he's always he's always uh, yelling at you for no yes. reason. I know he always got something to say. Yes. Justin, Couch Rider Raven, he's out there somewhere. Hopefully he's safe and streaming and, and watching some, some Ravens football. But, yes, he's sitting there like, I told you, Jose. I told you, Brodney. James Prochet, 800 yards this year. Now, to do that, he probably would have to average. Ugh, probably have to average like 80 yards a game going forward. Uh, I don't think it's happening. Yeah. Danny says shout out to Ronnie Stanley as well. Yes, um, the line has solidified a little bit. A little, it's, it's come together a little bit better with him playing left tackle other than these retreads out there. Uh, I'm not sure if Ronnie's back at all pro form. We'll find out come playoff time when he actually gets some kind of competition. Now, Shug, if you have any ideas, if you don't know, just say you don't know. Do you have anything for Baltimore's most improved player up until the midway point of the season. James Prochet. Okay. I mean um I can we say Patrick Queen? You can say whomever you choose. If you think Patrick Queen is, is improved the most improved player, so be it. Um I'm gonna give it up to I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it up to Kenyon Drake, but you guys, but Kenyon Drake came from another team. I mean, I know you can still make a most improved, but you know, I would. Uh, who are you going with? <laughs> well, you know, he said Justin Matt BK, uh, Justice Hill, Devin Duvernay, but you know, for me personally, I'm gonna have to agree with Daniel. My pick for most improved is. Ben Powers. Now, he may not be the flashiest or the biggest name on the offensive line, but the thing for me is we have not heard his name being called at all. He hasn't been hit up for too many mistakes, any penalties, missed assignments. He has been steady. So for us right now with that offensive line, steady is an improvement. So I'm going to have to go with Ben Powers. Okay. Yeah, I no, I agree with you. I but I to be honest, I don't. I couldn't tell you because I didn't really watch the Ravens last year. Okay, you could say you could say Patrick Queen. He's playing better. You know, okay. shout out, shout out the Patrick Queen. Like he's. I mean, he, I still, I still want to go with James Prochet, but you know. Oh, James Prochet. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you know, we have to go with the opposite of that. Who's going to be the most disappointing Raven this season at the midway point? I know because of injuries, it's a, it's a, injuries is a thing. But I have to say Bateman. Okay. I I heard a lot of hype in the in the spaces about him, and he just hasn't done anything. You know, and and you could say, well, he has injuries. Yeah, that's understandable. But you know, is it, it, it? He's gonna have to produce. It, hopefully, but it seems like it's always something he's hurt. Like he hurt something off the most. You know, yeah, and people are like. Same Bateman. I think Bateman is the most disappointing. Okay. Well, if you know me, you already know who I'm going to pick. It's going to be Patrick <laughs> Odafe Owe. <laughs> of course. Okay. I mean, look at him. He even looks lost in his picture. Where am I supposed to line <laughs> wow. up? What's the assignment? Wow. What, what, what am I doing? Am I sacking the quarterback or am I dropping back in coverage? Am I setting the edge? What am I doing? Like He even looks lost in his picture. It translates to the field, you know. Everybody knows it's it's it's, it's Jason. It's Jason Oy. Unfortunately, he just he. Okay, all jokes aside, all joking aside, what's going on, Dre? Shout out to my man Dre. Listen, if y'all need something else to watch? Hop over there to, to Mr. Galloway's channel and check out his stream talking about everything hip hop. Check out my man. All right, but listen, everybody knows Oy is just not doing what he's supposed to do. 
one trick pony. He didn't learn any moves when he was at Penn State. That's why he had zero sacks. Everybody said, oh, but he's 6'5 and runs a 4-3-40. But yes, we all know that in football, nobody runs a straight line in football. But of course, the Ravens are a height, weight, and speed type team. And that's all we care about. We care about the measurables. We don't care about if a dude can play. And unfortunately now, it's starting to bite us in the rear. You know I mean? and you, so, don't, you don't want that. Oh, you don't want that. You don't want to get bit in the rear. I oh, my this. Lord. <laughs> what? I'm just saying. You ever been bit, ever been bit in the rear? No, bit. no. Pause. Pause. I have not. All have right. You never worked around dogs? I have. Of course. I've worked around dogs. I work for the I've gas electric company. I've, I've been bit by a dog, but not on the bum. I have. Got me. Took a chunk. Hurt. Really bad. Chunk from the Goonies. That's who you are. No. Wow. Disrespectful. Oh, you said Chunk. <laughs> All right. So, so next question is: How do the Ravens look going into the bye? How do the Ravens look to you, Suge, as an outsider looking in? They look like a six and three team that is on the cusp, and the cusp is either being great or what is in God's name, Suge? I don't know. It's, it's Sugarton. Things come out of my mouth and I just pause. Yeah. You know, the brain, the, there's no filter here. Just it's not. Um, they're on the cusp of being either a great team or being a team that's going to be disappointing in the playoffs. Um, I think that if you're being honest with, show, with yourself and you're looking at this team, you're looking at a team that. Yes, do they need a wide receiver? 100% uh, to be a number one wide receiver. But Lamar kind of makes up for that lack of receiver, uh, you know, receivers being good, and he's, and he's making them look good. Your defense, I think, is on the cusp of being really good. And if you can get that together and not give up these big, uh, these big fourth quarters that happened this year, Mm-hmm. And I think I think you I think the the Ravens are in a good spot, and uh, they can be they can be the team that like sneaks up like the Bengals were last year. Um, I think they're a little bit ben- better than the Bengals last year. So if you're looking at it that way, you know the Bengals got to the Super Bowl. I think you can the the Ravens can do the same uh, with the talent they have and the and the quarterback they have. You know, again, he doesn't have the numbers, you know, because again, who's he throwing to? But he's still leading this team and this team is winning because of Lamar Jackson and what, how good he is. So, you know, thanks. My thoughts. All right. For me personally, I think the Ravens, I mean, Bill Parcells said it, you are what your record says you are. We look like a winning team right now. Now, granted we have some injuries and hopefully after the bye, we'll get some people back. But for me personally, I look at the level of competition that we've had. We have not played top-tier teams, and we've struggled. Sands, the last game with the Saints, because it's Andy Dalton in prime time. And I just think psychologically, Andy Dalton just doesn't have it. Like, he just knows when those lights come on, it's not good. Not to say that we wouldn't have beat them anyway, but I just think that we aren't as good as everybody thinks that we are, and we aren't as bad as I sometimes commentate. It's a little bit. Of, I think it's a little bit in between. I know we're good enough to make the playoffs. I know that we should run a table, win the rest of our games, maybe lose one, hopefully get the number one or two seed in the AFC playoffs. But I don't see this roster as it is constructed right now doing much in the playoffs. Now, like you said, we don't. What wide receivers are we going to throw to? You know, um, five out of the last four out of the last five games, Lamar's thrown for under 175 yards. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how is that going to work in the playoffs? Because we already know. We've seen it time and time again in the playoffs. Once we get there, teams are going to take away the run. They're, they're going to take away the run. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're even worse at wide receiver right now than we were in 2019 with Hollywood and Seth Roberts and Willie Sneed. We're worse then. Andrews is hurt. We don't know if he's coming back. So now we're going to depend on a rookie tight end. We're going to depend on some third, fifth, six-round wide receivers to take us where others could not. Um, I don't know. And listen, Justin, you keep bringing us up, bro. We're not going to throw to Deshaun Jackson. Deshaun Jackson, 
Deshaun Jackson <laughs> made it through. Deshaun Jackson made it through nine plays. <laughs> nine plays in a in a watered down game. So you think he's gonna be uh you think he's gonna be up for the playoff? I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next question was where do we need improvement? In your opinion, I mean, it's, it's obviously the, the wide receivers. You okay. know, the wide receiver. Either Bateman needs to come back and just ball out, uh, or I uh Isaiah Eichley uh, likely well, I don't know say like Eichley. Why did I say Eichley? Isaiah likely <laughs> needs to play. Um, you know, be you know, be you know, almost a, a Mark Andrews two point um, and you need uh, you need guys just to you know show up and play. You know, and Lamar Jackson to make those you know to make make great passes. You know, I think that's like uh, like Justin said, the passing game. Uh, you know, so, so the, the the key point is the wide receiver, but yes, the passing game. Okay. You're not going to go into the playoffs and throw 175 yards and win playoff games. That's just not going to happen. Mm, Joe Flacco did it, but yeah, but Joe Flacco wasn't complaining against Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Uh, he, went against, uh, he went against Tom Brady and won, and threw for like 74 yards. It was was that the Tom Brady to have Randy Moss? No. <laughs> was it. All right, for me personally, where we need improvement, coaching. And I know people are going to say, oh, Greg Roman's digging in the crates. He's digging in his bag. Like, Greg Roman is doing different things and showing us some stuff. Yes, but we also know that when Greg Roman gets stumped or Greg Roman gets put in a bind, he reverts back to his old self and starts calling those old plays. And what's going to happen in the playoffs when things get rough and these defensive coordinators are outsmarting him, he's going to go back to his normal playbook. He's going to go back to his panic mode playbook that he did in San Francisco, that he did in Buffalo. And, and he's going to, he's going to, I'm not going to say he's going to shut the bed point blank. And my thing is we need, we need a head coach that's going to correct these issues when these coordinators aren't doing what they need to do. Um, Mike McDonald, I don't think he's ready for prime time. You know, that's just me personally. Luckily, we have talent on the defensive end that kind of makes up for his lack of experience because there were more experienced and better defensive coordinators out there that we could have hired. But once again, because of nepotism, we go out there and just hire somebody that John Harbaugh can push around and tell what to do and won't get any kind of uh, kickback or confrontation. But for me personally, coaching for the playoffs is where I think we need improvement. Regular season, we had the coaches to get regular season done. I just don't think we had the coaches to get the playoff. For sure. Um, and Justin is correct. 2009, y'all did beat the the beat the Patriots with uh, – Oh, they had Randy Moss in? Mm. Yeah. Now what you got to say, bro? Now what you talking? Exactly. Okay, so what are your expectations for the second half of the season for the Ravens? You expect them to lose? You want them to lose? I know you do. I mean, would I like to see them lose to the Steelers? 100%. So I can come back in here and just clown y'all. Uh, but I think the Ravens are going to go probably undefeated or maybe lose one one game for the rest of the season. Okay. Um, I don't see them really – I see them finishing the season 14-3 and three, um, and, you know, getting hopefully the first or second seed in, in the NFC. And, then, yeah, I see them. I, I said I think, I think they're going to get to the NFC Championship game. You think so? Yeah. But now, if you were an owner, would that be enough to save John Harbaugh's job? He's going to keep his job. I don't see why they would fire him. The Ravens mm-hmm. and the Steelers seem to be real loyal to uh, all their to to their coaches and stuff like that. So um, I don't think he's even on the hot seat, especially right. with this kind of record. You know, Tomlin is facing kind of the hot seat. But the, I don't even think Tom they'll get rid of Tomlin. So, yeah, I think I think they're in a he's he's not going to lose his job. The only way he loses his job from this point on is if they lose every game for the for the rest of the season. If we well, all if we all lost every game for the rest of the season, it's the only way he's losing his job. We don't want that. We don't want y'all with that high draft pick. I don't want that. He needs he needs a win. He needs to be eight nine. Nine and eight. Somewhere no, no, no I'm talking about the Ra- I'm talking about the Ravens. Oh, the Ravens. Oh no, that's not gonna happen. That's what I'm saying. That's all. I don't. I don't we, see. That's we did that. We did that last year, and he's still here. 
So for me personally, I just want to see us. I just want to see us get better. That's all. Get healthy and get better. You know, because I, my thing is, I want us to have a complete team or as complete as we can a team come playoff time. Because I don't want any excuses. If we don't win the Super Bowl, I don't want the excuse to be, oh, he was hurt. Oh, he was out. Oh, this happened, that happened. I want to be set and whatever happens, happens. We run the gamut, we run the gamut. We go out in the first round like we always do. We go out in the first round. But you know what I'm saying? I just want everything to be honest so that there can be no excuses made by anyone, fans and foes alike, to say what we did or did not do. And, yes, Josh Allen choked. Hopefully he can choke in the playoffs. And Tua and Pat Mahomes and whomever Tennessee rolls out a quarterback. Because that's looking like the teams that we're gonna we're gonna have to face. What's going on, Ty Billing? What's up with Josh Allen choking? I don't know. I said, listen, sometimes people say they think the NFL is fixed. I maybe. I don't know. Because he's looked he's looked horrible. And some of the throws that he had. I've watched him stand there and throw to a dude directly in front of him. And you looking like this is supposed to be the MVP? I don't know. Yeah, he ain't gonna win MVP. Yeah, he he messed this up. Just he messed this up these last few weeks. All right, let's move on to the AFC North and see what we got going on there. All right, who's that at the top with that six and three record? We got the Baltimore Ravens, of course. Right behind them, we have the Cincinnati Bengals that were on a bye this week with the Cleveland Browns at three and six. Now, personally, I think the Cleveland Browns are a little bit better than their record shows. But next week, Deshaun Watson gets to practice to prepare for the next game versus the Houston Texans. So going forward, could they be a problem? Eh, who's to say? And then pulling up the rear, we have the Pittsburgh Steelers at three and six who defeated the New England Patriots 20-10 today. Talk about that game, Sugarton. Let we, them... we, didn't beat, we didn't beat the New England Patriots. I mean, sorry, the New, New Orleans Saints. My apologies. The New Orleans Saints. Andy Dalton. I, I can't did... stand you. What? I'm sorry. I just I told you. <laughs> how much... Um, Like I said earlier, uh, one man I didn't think could change a whole team, but apparently it does. T.J. White Thanks. came back today, played really well, and the team looked different. You know, the team just like Najee Harris ran, ran like crazy to did, you know? Yes, Andy. You know, and so um, I like where we're at. I, I really feel our record is not what uh, it should be. I think we're as close games that we should have won. Uh, and we should probably be more of a 4-5 uh, team, maybe even a 5-4 team. Mm-hmm. But it is what it is. Um, I think the Steelers are going to finish out the year and go 9-8. and eight. Uh, you know, some people don't want that. Some people want to want us to tank, and you know, what's the point? You're not going to make the playoffs, All right? You know, yeah, you know, it is what it is, and uh, I rather just see my team compete and go from there. So, all right. Well, listen, I hope y'all go nine and eight because I don't want y'all having any good draft picks. I don't want y'all getting up there getting one of these good quarterbacks. You got baby hands. Don't pull an Arizona mittens. Cardinals. Mittens. Don't forget uh, that mittens. I'm sorry. Baby mitten. Baby mittens. I don't want y'all pulling an Arizona Cardinal and picking a QB one year and then going back and picking another one the next. We don't need y'all doing that. We need y'all sucking for as long as you can. But yes, Brian, you are factually correct. They aren't getting anywhere close to nine and eight. Hey, look at look at our look at our rest of our the season. I, I see it. But I listen, I'll put nothing past Mike Tallman. Like he doesn't Surprise me. Even even if we lose to the Ravens twice and we still went out, we finished nine and eight. What do you mean if? It's a big we, if because like I said, we've beaten you the last two years. So slow your roll. Why we in the, why we stuck in the past? We are in what was it? Week ten? Was this week ten of the NFL? And you talking about last year? Hey, don't matter. Still beat you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Pickers are safe for 10 years. Not at that. Nah, not in Pittsburgh. He's not. Mm-mm. They will get you out of there if you can't play. Yes. Yes. Oh, you talking to me? Are you talking to me, Brody? Are you telling me to look at my team? My team sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. My team don't suck. My team is 6-3, and three, leading the division. 
Hey, it's not living in the past. It's what it's what the truth is. I live in the truth. I don't live in the past. You live in truth. Okay? I live in the truth. <laughs> I know it was yeah, a troll, bro. I'm just playing. I'm playing along. And, Bro- and Bronny, Bronny's always coming here talking. You know, I'm done with Bronny. You're not done with Bronny. I'm done. All right, so we got a couple more minutes left because Shook has to get out of here. Now let the people know what you got going on in about less than ten minutes, sir. Well, look at you. If you mm-hmm. love me talking sports. You're gonna love me talking comic books. I am a. I love movies. I love comic books. Uh, me and my buddy Chris Anthony Lopez will be talking Black Panther: Wakanda Forever to spoiler review. So if you haven't seen it yet, uh, don't stop by the street. Well, you can stop by for the first ten minutes. We're gonna be talking non-spoiler. Um, but if you if you have seen it, come hang out. We're gonna talk all the spoilers. Uh, talk about the movie. Talk about. Uh, what we saw, what's the future of um, the MCU and things like that. So if you did get to see the movie and you want to talk about it, come hang out with us. That's going to be at five o'clock, which is going to be in a couple minutes. Um, like I said, me, Chris Anthony Lopez, if you know who he is, he is passionate about uh, about Marvel and about uh, comic book stuff. And yes, Ronnie, nerd! Yeah, yes, if y'all want to check my man out, go over to his channel, Gangster Nerd 2022. Gangster Nerd! <laughs> What's it's Shig Knight 323. Crip walk through them pages, blood. Like <laughs> wow, Hendo. Wow. I cannot believe you just did that. That's that's what you be um, doing. Isn't that what you be doing no, on I your channel? Uh you know, I don't, you know, that's West Coast, bro. I'm sorry. My apologies. <laughs> but go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're just joking. Are you though? But uh yeah, come come hang out with us. Uh like I said, it's gonna be me, Chris Anthony Lopez. Uh, in a little bit, I'll put the link in the stream. Uh, there it goes. Um, come hang out. We're, we're going to talk uh, about Black Panther: Wakanda kind of Forever. Um, I I tried to crip walk one time and I, I broke my ankle. So no, you didn't. No, you didn't. Bro. <laughs> I can believe it. I, can. I have two left feet. Let me tell you something. When it comes to sports, my feet are fine. When it comes to dancing, I have two left feet. So it's it's really bad. Uh, but come, yeah, come hang out if you want to talk some Black Panther. Uh, we'll be hanging out there tonight, uh, uh, talking talking Black Panther and comic books and just stuff like that. Listen, they yes. have those two. Listen, those two have great chemistry, and it's a good show. Make sure that you go over to the Shug Show, Shug's channel. Subscribe, like, comment. Let's bring those subs up. Listen, we're trying to do some things over here as a crew, as a community. Go over there and support my boy. And watch what's happening with Black Panther because I want to know. Like, I don't care what you say, bro. I'm still going to see the movie, regardless if you spoil it or not. It's not like you're going to say, oh, this and this happened. And I'm going to be like, oh, man, I'm going to sit at home now. But also tell them, all right, tell them, uh, since you got to go real quick, tell them what else you got going on so we can get on up out of here. And then on uh, Tuesday, if you want, if you obviously, this is a Ravens channel, if you want to talk some more Ravens and Steelers. Tuesday, I do a, a show called Still Conspiracy with my host, co-host, Mr. Garnett West. Unfortunately, Mr. Garnett West is doing doing with some personal things right now, so he's not going to be able to make it. So I will have that gentleman on. Where is he? At? Right there. That gentleman right there will be on with me on Tuesday, and we will be talking uh, Ravens and Steelers. We'll be talking about the Steeler game. Obviously, the Ravens uh, had the bye week, so we'll, we'll kind of do the same thing, pro- probably rehash some of this stuff. I don't know if we'll do awards or whatever, but who knows where the conversation goes with me and Hendo. Uh, we talk about so many different things. So come hang out with us on Tuesday for the Still Conspiracy Podcast where we talk Ravens and Steelers. Thanks. All right, y'all. I want to thank everybody for stopping by the stream, everybody who came in. Hopefully, I will see y'all next week. Make sure you get over to this man's channel, support him, help build him up. And always remember, think for yourself. Be the own proponent of what goes through your mind and don't let anybody else tell you what, who, how, where to think. And most importantly, be somebody important. Be yourself. We out.